Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mandy and the F-Bomb. Hey y'all, welcome back to the F-Bomb. It's been a while. I know it's been a few months. I took a very intentional step back. It was um, pretty sudden. And so I guess before we kind of kick off um, new episodes and some new stuff that we've got coming down the line, I wanted to give you um, an update on what's been going on with me and why there was a sudden break. So on this episode, because um, it's always weird to me to talk to a microphone with nobody in front of me, I've got Meg. She's been on my podcast before. She is my my person. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Grey's Anatomy, but like whenever she's like, oh, she's my person. That's That's just Meg. She's my person. So she's on with me, and um, hopefully if I stall out, she'll get the get my mouth up and running again. So fine. <laughs> You're going to be fine. You got it. <laughs> so last fall, whenever I had F-bomb stuff up and going and was, was keeping a pretty good schedule, um, I had so many other things also kind of going on in my life, and it was easy to maintain the pace that I was going um, at that moment because the truth of it is I was probably in a state of fight or flight. I was in chaos mode and um, because my childhood was a bit of chaos and because also ADHD, I tend to function very well in chaos. And I could see it as I was in it, kind of just going, um, this is, I'm doing really good. Like, I feel really good and I feel really stable emotionally and mentally. But I also knew that once things settled down, and I'll kind of get into things, but once things settled down, I knew I would probably crash because that is kind of how it rolls, not just for me, but in in trauma situations in general, Um, Your body does what it needs to do because it thinks like, oh, man, we need to survive this. And um, then whenever everything is calm and safe again, it crashes. And so I was, um, you know, doing the eight kid thing. And um, there's a nonprofit that I happen to to be involved in. And we had some big things going there. And so I was staying up until and obviously the F-bomb, too, and 
just life stuff. But I was staying up until probably two in the morning on the regular, if not later, and then waking up on my own before an alarm um, at 5.30 or 6, which is not typically me. I am, I love sleep, love it. Um, but, and I would wake up and I would feel really good and I would get things done. And, um, I remember like on the outside looking in, kind of going, ah, this is, this is good, but this is not sustainable. And I know it. So, um, we, we got our, our big fundraiser done and, um, the holidays came up and in, in the midst of all that, the thing that, is hard is that my husband and I separated and divorced and that was difficult. Um, I wish I had better words right now. What I mean to say is juggling my feelings and also the kids and making sure that they were okay. And um, it was a lot. And the holiday season was right there. So um, for me, um, I really appreciate consistency um, from my immediate people group. Um, I have such a wonderful village of chosen family and over the years have come to really um, depend on its stability. And so a big change like that um, destabilizes me and destabilizes kind of the family unit in general. And so it has been an adjustment. So, and what I would like to also put out there is just, I I know I'm curious about other people and kind of what goes on. I think I can be really curious and nosy. Um, But what I would like to say is um, my ex, my, my kid's dad, um, we've been together. We had been together since we were 16. We grew up together, um, turned into adults and parents together. And I have respect and love for him. And I know he feels the same towards me. There came a point where it was the best um, and healthiest road forward to continue in a way that wasn't in a marriage. And that's been the best thing for us in our relationship and for our kids. Um, And thankfully, um, we have... Can I talk about you and the example that you and Wayne... Okay. Thankfully... Thankfully... um, Meg and Wayne um, have been such a beautiful example of what a co-parenting relationship can look like and friendship can look like after divorce um, because they walked that road um, a few years ago. And so not only 
was it a comfort for me um, to see what it could look like instead of the typical kind of separate and divorce and you kind of are combative with your ex. Um, I've seen Megan Wayne go through what they went through and um, also grow together in a way um, that is different than before, but also beautiful. And um, thankfully, my kids have seen it too. And because um, my ex-husband and I and Meg and Wayne have lived our lives very intentionally in community with one another, and um, we raise our kids together and stuff, uh, my kids, um, our kids have seen the same thing. And so um, adjusting, not that there hasn't been adjustment, because there definitely has, and there continues to be um, growing pains as things look differently moving forward, but because they've had this example, it wasn't scary for them like it could have been. And so because they've seen Aunt Meg and Uncle Wayne be friends and the fluidity that they've experienced and their cousins have experienced between Aunt Meg's house and Uncle Wayne's house, um, there wasn't a fear of not having access to one of their parents. Um, so that has been really cool. So that's the adjustment part has been difficult in finding um, a new balance and equilibrium when everything looks different. So that's me kind of going back to I really appreciate and value stability in my core village. And so the disruption of this and the adjustment to the new normal um, has been difficult. And for a while, I like I kept thinking that I was okay. Um, and we all know there's not like a timeline to be okay in these situations, but I would feel like I was okay. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I feel like I'm underwater again. And so it's been an intentional step back for me from responsibilities that I have the option of saying no to. Because again, in knowing myself, I know that I can give a big chunk of myself to a lot of things, but whenever I'm um, in a, a big situation like this, if I don't want to crash completely, um, I've got to step back from a few things. And so, unfortunately, the F-bomb was one of those things. Um, and while I hated doing it, it was absolutely the right thing. And it's because I was able to step back from, from this and also because Rogue Media Network is so wonderful and understanding and I knew... Um, they would be here whenever I was ready to step back into the F-bomb. Um, but because I was able to do that, the adjustment's been, um, I guess I've had the, the space and the time to um, be patient and gentle with myself and with my kids um, because I have one less thing that is kind of vying for my attention and my energy 
um, I've stepped back um, for a little while from being so involved with the nonprofit that I'm involved in because my team is awesome and they kept things going in such a beautiful way that I appreciate and continue to appreciate. Um, but that intentional step back um, is something that I haven't always done before um, that has landed me in some really terrible states of like mental health. And even though my village is super wonderful and there for me, um, there's this, as it should be, there's this like responsibility that I have um, to these kiddos um, to make sure that I'm taking care of their mom so that I can take care of them really well. So, stepped back. It's still been difficult, um, but also grace abounds um, because I didn't crash completely. And because I was able to take care of myself a little better than I have probably in the past, um, I think I was able to be um, better able to take care of them. So... You did a good job. This is a hard conversation to have. And I bet there are people who are going to be listening who are going to want to talk more about this. I bet you have a future conversation about what it's like to navigate having a baby in foster care while your marriage is ending and how that happens with adoption and those types of things. So this is not just an emotional moment for you. I think it's going to connect with a lot of people. And I also think that there are practical and important conversations to be had in your space with this as well. It's, it's sort of like the roots of a tree. They kind of go in all directions. And I think the, I think this is a conversation that will go many directions. I'm proud of you. This was hard. This <laughs> is hard. Continues to be hard. Um, because the right thing isn't always the easy thing. And right. this was the right thing. Um, but it's not the easy thing. So, like I said, I I kind of felt like I was okay for a while. And um, then was definitely not okay because things kind of hit out of nowhere. And while that definitely happens still... And I think we'll continue to. Um, I am at a place now where I am definitely head above water more than I am head below water. So it is an appropriate time to step back into the F-bomb. And um, we've got lots of interviews lined up, and I'm excited about it. But y'all, you know, I'm just going to do it because this is who we are. This is it. Foster care doesn't doesn't mean you put your life on hold. Everybody's got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. And we're going to have on um, a family of two single people that are sisters and um, are doing this foster care thing together. Um, we've got a family that is two moms. Um, we've got a single mom. 
we've got, there's so many ways that um, families look different or go through hard things. Um, and that's it. That's life. And we can still, if, if foster care is, is your thing and, and you're calling your right thing, um, you're not you're not unable to do it because you have life things. We all have life things. So I've had questions before about what if I'm going through this or what if I take, you know, anxiety medication or what if I, you know, can I do it whenever I'm a single person? Um, the answer is yes. The answer is yes because kids need safe places. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So we took a brief pause. So what I was saying was, thank you so much for your patience. And if you're coming back after the break, thank you for coming back. I am um, working on my Patreon page and being more present as I have more capacity on social media. So shoot those messages and make those comments and if you've got questions about foster care or even just personal stuff um i try to be as open as i can it's really important to me um to be authentic um and i am working real hard um to walk a healthy line between authenticity and privacy but certainly welcome your questions and um we can chat. I would love to do that as well. So y'all don't be strangers. And again, thank you so much for your patience. And I'm really looking forward to getting this started again. I've missed being in this space and all the wonderful conversations I get to have with the humans that sit across from me for these F-bomb interviews. So y'all, that's about it. I definitely had a bomb blow up, but... <laughs> That's it, isn't it? That's that's why this show is the called the F bomb. Is I really do think that if we allow these difficult situations that blow up our lives to change us, they can do so in the very best way, and we can use them as an opportunity to grow in to the best versions of ourselves. So that's my hope for me and 
for the community I get to be a part of and for my kids for sure that this thing um I allow it to continue to change me into the best version of myself all right Meg thank you for sitting with me no problem I'll sit with you anytime I prefer over food but this is great too (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all until next time I'll see you then Mandy and the F-Bomb is produced by Rogue Media. Make sure to like and follow us on social media, and you can find our show anywhere you get podcasts or at roguemedianetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.